Tonight we bring you a broadcast like no other. The Digital Bath Podcast. Spooky edition. Tonight, joining us... Oh, I was doing the Walgreens. What? <laughs> you know the little ghost thing? And you put the badge in and it goes... I do remember that. That brought a memory like no other. And it goes on for fucking yeah. ever. Tonight, Chris, the spooky that. ghost. Flawed God Dog. And the frozen mini fridge. Savannah. Nicholas. What? I don't I'm know. I'm sorry. The I, frozen, the the, frozen the, mini fridge. Yeah. Savannah Nicholas. Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> We're mixing it up. Savannah, <laughs> comma, Sounds Nicholas. Like a porn Something's star. definitely mixed up. Savannah Nicholas. Yeah. Eh. Sexy and scary. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fits wow. in your pocket. Oh. And the fiery red man, Dakota Alduin Burton. No Man's Sky has been announced for next gen. Woo! Fuck, he's evacuated now. He's gone. He's Goodbye. evacuated. <laughs> yeah, I pressed the button and he left the ship. <laughs> he's right gone. Here. Oh, fuck, I'm about to evacuate. And there was a Halloween update. And I don't know what voice I'm doing now, but here I am, Jesse. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Digital Hi. Bath Podcast, everyone. I'm sorry if you survived that. <laughs> yeah, you may not have. How long do they have to listen before it counts as a listen? N- not long don't enough. Don't tell them. Just the, the whole, whole the thing. whole, the whole thing, the whole fucking, the whole, whole fucking thing. thing. Mind that gold, baby. Well, tonight, last episode of Spooky Season, shed a tear. Uh, we're gonna talk about our favorite scary slash horror games. All one of them, Dakota played horror, horror. So horror I'm gonna, I'm gonna cop out on this one, and I'm going. Cops are pretty scary. Go on. <laughs> Yikes. Um. I'm going to pull a Chris, and I'm not going to have a topic to give you guys more time, but I'll just chime in and ask you questions, because I've literally never played a game where the game's objective was to scare me, and I'm not just going to pull some out my ass. Aside from recently, which you guys will find out about soon. my favorite. Well, obviously. Uh Oh, but yeah, so yeah, look, we got some spicy shit for you guys. (laughs) If technically (laughs) you've only played one scary game. He's played two, technically. Oh. Three. I mean, three. Yeah. But how like, many of you like, I turned, really played? I turned the PT demo on. Does that mean I played it? No. I walked through the hallway a couple times. We all walked <laughs> through the hallway. That's kind of the point of the game, but yes. And then I like, I've started Dead Space probably seven times. <laughs> what part do you get where you're like, okay, nope, I'm done? After you get the ability to like slow shit down a little bit, and then something happens, and I'm just always like, so the beginning of the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I I think I get an hour and fifteen minutes in. <laughs> Not even my two. heart. Not even hurts. yeah. Yeah, my heart hurts. Mm. But it's such a. I just know. I know that I want to play it. It's very good. Um, Doom, is that spooky? Mm. It's spooky light. You're the scary. <laughs> yeah. That was scary to me. Like to the demons, you're the scary. Yeah, you're I know that's the, the only one. thing that you got have me a lot of power that. in that game, so yeah. it's hard to it's hard for it to be so, a scary game. Like Dying Light is probably the actual closest like horror game I've played. Okay, and you just okay. don't ever go out at night in Dying Light. I no, assume. I do. Oh, you do. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't find that game scary. No, so I no. love that game. Hmm. I don't the game's know. Very good. I don't know. I just maybe just the gameplay. Is it because it's like Far Cry zombie mode? Probably. Like it's really not that scary to me for some reason because zombies don't scare me. So like if if there was like an outlast, but it was just zombies, I think I'd be fine. And I think so. And I'm not scared by like clowns. I'm not scared by most things, but you put them in a game for some reason. And I mean, like I could play Left 4 Dead and I'm fine. So I think zombie, I, I could play all scary zombie games and I'd be fine. Everything else. You're I'm fine fucked. with a horror genre, just not scary games. 
Right. Because Dead by Daylight's technically a horror game. Oh, as well. oh, oh, yeah, I love. But by you Daylight. play as the bat. You don't play as the survivor. I don't like to play as a survivor because it gives me anxiety because someone's scary. chasing me. Yeah, yeah. that's what so we heard. So I play as the what? We Nothing. heard that. Yeah, we're no. Amanda didn't drop bombs. And so we're chase uh, you. Uh, and so uh, shout out to Amanda being on the last episode. Um, but uh, yes, I play as the killer. Because then I am in control and I don't feel like I'm chasing them. Gotcha. That makes sense. So that's my tidbit. And so now you guys actually have games that we actually like that are scary. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's uh, christen this episode and clink our drinks. All right, boys. This is that was, that's a an thunk. alcohol. Right, what's, what's your blue thing you got there? Blue bomber. Blue bomber. Blue bomber. Like Coming. Mega Man? Sure. Hell yeah. Copyright pending. <clears throat> I, well, I was trying to think. I was like blue bomb pop, but you can't take that because bomb pop's taken. So, you know. Well, it's it's a new line from my hard AF seltzers. What does AS stand for? And flavorful. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you thought it was as fuck, though, didn't you? What are you drinking there, De- Jesse? Uh, I'm basic white manning it and drinking Oktoberfest. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's good, though. It's free state. I got those uh, Cayman Jack margaritas. Hell yeah, it's a free state, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> free state it up. It's got a hawk on it and everything. Oh, shit. Wait for the true horror, the elections next week. Stop. So. Oof. I don't give a fuck right now. Shut up about it. <laughs> Let's talk about horror games. Horror right. games. Horror games. Nicholas, start it off. <clears throat> well, I've talked about these games since uh, the very first podcast we've done, uh, the episode of this podcast, and uh, it, it holds a special place in my heart. Of course, I'm talking about the Silent Hill games. Um... Out of them, obviously, my favorite one of them is Silent Hill 2. Yes. Yeah, it's it's the best one. And honestly, it set the groundwork for a lot of just uh, survival survival horror games uh, during that time frame, the PS2 era and everything, because after the PS2 era and... Oh, I guess a little bit PS3 and 360 era. The Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. The Attitude Era. Yeah, that was the <laughs> Attitude Era. It really was for survival horror games. Go ahead yep. and do the suck it motion now. Moving I on. Know they couldn't that see called. that. Um, <laughs> they heard that. They heard can me we, thwack my hips. Thwack, yeah, can, we have a, can we have a moment of silence followed by three suckets? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to suck it. Anyway, um, yeah, that's what they did. You need to watch wrestling. You need to watch But you need wrestling. to go back. Saying that doesn't mean we want to watch wrestling. <laughs> I'm just telling you that right now. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> so I played Silent Hill 1 uh, not too long after it came out back in the day. Of course, I played Resident Evil as well. And that was kind of my intro to survival horror games, but I didn't beat Silent Hill 1 the first time because I had to rent it. And I, uh, sorry, I ended up taking it back. I liked what I played, but it scared the shit out of me. I think I was like 11 years old. So fast forward a little bit. That's like manly man. Yeah. I didn't think that's, what is that? Like, you were like like a cooler? Like a GE? Yeah, it's. Last it's bigger than I am at this point <laughs> right now. So, yeah, I am. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I fast forward and Is that I'm a at dick joke. I'm lost. I'm living in Topeka, but I go back and visit a buddy of mine in Blue Springs, Missouri. That because I just moved from there. His name is also Nick, uh, and he has this game that uh, me and Justin, because Justin went with me, are going to play. And he was like, "It's Silent Hill 2. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I played Silent Hill back in the day." So we put it in. And he, wait, how long after is this now? How Silent far? Hill 2 was Enough a while to say after back the, in the first day? Silent Hill, because it yeah. was different generations. It was like 99 and then 02 for the second I one. I think 02. Yeah, yeah three, like three years, years, bro. So something like that. Wait, that's four years. 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. 
Cool. Anyway, um, we go back and we're we're hanging out with him, and he puts it in. I was like, oh yeah, I remember. I played the original Silent Hill. This this game was pretty fun. So we're playing through it, and he's like, you know what? Um, I can't get past this part. I'm not really a big fan of the game. You could just have it. So he gives me Silent Hill Two with his memory card and his game save on it. Changes your life. Yeah. Uh, we come back, and me. Uh, Justin and our friend Mike are playing it on New Year's one one year, and we're in the we're in the jail in the uh, in the prison, and in the game in the game, yeah we're in prison uh, in real life. Uh, no, we're in prison in the game, and we we come up to this part where we have gone through this entire area. We cannot figure out where to go, and we're fairly new. Aside from playing like maybe a couple Resident Evil games and Silent, well, I played Silent Hill one a little bit. We're fairly new to the survival horror genre at this point. So we're going around and we have these items in our inventory where it's a wax figure, a lighter, and a horseshoe. And we have a bunch of other shit in our inventory as well. And we come across this, this what looks like this grate on the, on the floor. And I'm like, hey, what if you like combined uh, the lighter with the wax to melt the wax and you combine that with the horseshoe to make a handle that opens that up? And they, they look at me and they're like, no, that's not a thing. That's not what happens in video games. Video games don't do that. Because at the time, a lot of video games didn't do that type of shit. And I'm like, just try it. Let's just try it out. And it fucking worked. And it blew all of our minds. And at that point, I was like, I really like these games. These are problem-solving games. I, I Not only do they kind of freak me out, and I love the fact that there's these monsters and this really deep storyline to it, but... There's these riddles and these puzzles that you have to go through as well, and you have to solve them. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Scared the shit out of me as a uh, when I was younger. Um, I've grown to kind of move past that, but um, I think the other thing in that game that really terrified me that ends up not being scary whatsoever is also in the prison. There, There's these hallways you go down that have these jail cells. One of them, there's no enemies, and you don't get the uh, the radio feedback that tells you there's enemies nearby. And you just hear these big old footsteps of like thump, 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 thump. And then it's quiet. And you just hear. And I'm like, nope, gotta go. And fucking Chuck like ran right back out uh, of, of the hallway and everything. It scared the shit out of us. But uh, yeah, the Silent Hill series is by far my favorite series and that just kind of introduced me into that. And uh, from the, uh, ever since then, I've been hooked. Every Silent Hill that has come out, I've gone through. I've 100%ed them, did everything you could. I've probably sp- like did a speed run of them at one point, trying to get the 10-star ratings that you can get in all of them. I, I absolutely Even down love those games. No, never. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> Got him. Son of a bitch, Chris. I like how Downpour came out on PS3 and 360, but looked like a PS2 game. That was just a really cool thing they did where they're like, you know what? We have the technology, but let's make this game look like shit anyway. Thanks, Konami. Downpour was trash. Yeah, remember the, the the enemy with like the skirt and it was made out of like four polygons for some reason? I don't remember. I don't know what it was. I just remember playing it and be like, it, it was like a thing running around. It looked like it had a skirt on, but it looked like it was like a straight up triangle stretched across its legs. And I was like, this is this is not going to be good. I think that was just in like a fever dream or something. No, it's it's in the game. You can play it. It's awful. I'll never know. Tell them uh, your story about Downpour, Jesse. It's such a great game. Fuck you. And every Silent Hill game, there's a map. 
right? Map, get, map, map, map. They tell you where, where to go in the, the game. Map. And it's very clear. This is the map. Pick up the map, you dumbass. Here's a map. And I'm like, cool. All right. I got it. I got it. Cool. You can easily skip the map in Silent Hill Downpour. So I'm like halfway through the game thinking I need to buy a fucking game guide for this piece of shit game. And, and Nick's like, why didn't you get the map? What map, Nick? There is no map. <laughs> oh, no, it's at the beginning of the game. Are you kidding me? I had to learn every single town and street. I was like, you know, Charlie Day, that meme where you have like all the things stringed together. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, you go this street, you find this town. Oh, my God. Fucking piece of shit game. I hate that fucker. Well, and with... In, so, in the other Silent Hill games, you can miss maps of areas, but it's only one specific area. It's not like the entire game has one map, right? In Downpour, the entire fucking game has one map, right, for the rest of the city. I think there are some areas you go into that have, uh, like, maps for inside the buildings. But yeah, yeah. the city itself, which is now, quote-unquote, an open world Silent Hill. And it is. It's fairly big for a survival horror game to go around and just try to find your way. It There's is. There's one map. And this poor guy, I'm working at the devil at the time, and he, we're both excited. And he just comes in. He's like, "Dude, there's no, there's no map." And I'm, I, I'm like, "Yes, there is." And he's like, "No, there's not, man." And I was like, "Oh yeah, there is." And I pulled out the strategy guide and showed him where it was, and he missed it. And the fucked up thing is, you can't go back. Yeah. Like you go across a like a, a trolley zipline thing or whatever. I don't know what those things are called anymore. But and then it crashes and you can't get back uh, to the buddy, other side. There's a big difference between a trolley and a zip line. Which one was it? It's a trolley on a zip line. <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I can't I, think I, of what I don't, they're called either. Yeah. <laughs> they're it's a ferry. Air tram. Air tram. Flyers. Yeah, it's a ferry, basically. You go over a precipice. <laughs> yeah. On an air tram. <laughs> you know, like in until dawn they go up the yeah. things. Yeah. The tram is called. You don't know either. Sky tram. Sky 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 tram. Yeah. So you go the on the sky cart? The mist tram, because it's Silent Hill. Ooh. Yeah, and it crashes, and you can't get back to the other side Someone and get the fucking like, map. These guys are fucking I didn't stupid. mean to go off on a tangent, and we're now we're talking about... Why are the we talking about Silent the Hill worst game? Silent Hill game? I was going to say, the thing that's cool about Silent Hill as a series um, is that it really delved into the mind of the player before another game tried to do that. Because uh, Resident Evil is a very much a physical fear, zombies, monsters, things like that. And Silent Hill twisted that and made it about fears, uh, you know, inside your mind and, and things that actually people are afraid of. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, the first time I played Silent Hill 2, I was not about that life. I was just, like, killing stuff, going through the game. Got the ending where you, the bubbles, where you... Oh, you, the drowning ending? Yeah, the drowning the ending. And I was like, the this game fucking sucks. <laughs> like, I mean, it was, you know, the pyramid head was scary and the bag people were spooky, but I was like, what the fuck, man? And then I, like, had to go back when I was a little older and I was like, oh, it's all, oh, there's so much in your head. Oh. But the first time I played it, I was like, meh. You, go, you have to go into that series understanding that it is it is a deep psychological horror type game. Yes, there is. There's physical manifestations of monsters and stuff that are supposed to scare you and creep you out, but... Man, it really delves deep into the very macabre portions of the mind and rape, like uh, murder, all that kind of shit. I was like, say something else for the love of God. (laughs) There's too much silence between rape and murder. But that's a big rape. Rape is a, like, throughout the entirety of the first four games is one of the main, like, issues that they go over. Um, But yeah, murder, uh, you know, uh, affair, having affairs, uh, all that kind of shit. So it's... Being fat is crazy. Is it? Eddie. 
Eddie, yeah, that guy's a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> a fat fuck. Yeah, he's yes. a fat fuck. I just made that up. I don't he know. He just eats hey, pizza. I, I like those two movies, though. I like the first movie. A lot. What? I, wait, what? Guys, what? the second Silent Hill movie, There's no such if, thing. It, if it wasn't There's Silent no Hill, it would be a pretty thing. good movie. No, no. no, it wouldn't. As we all know, because it's canon, Pyramid Head is actually a good guy. Fuck Let's you. Let's talk about Pyramid Head, though, for a second. I'll Iconic. You. Iconic video game character. Iconic hero. Oh, good video game character. Not a hero. We're, we're not we're, going down We're backtracking. Path. You can play as him in Dead by Daylight. What? And it's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. They already had to nerf Does he save people, like in the second movie, where yeah, he becomes yeah, a hero? Yeah, he... From life. Oh. Saves <laughs> them from making it out. Yeah. <laughs> saves them from the hell on this earth. Who knows how much worse it would be if you escaped that area. Pyramid Head's here to help you. Not not escape, so you don't have to go. Yeah, it helps that lady in the first movie take her skin off. She had she that was, was hot and itchy. Yeah, she was hot and itchy. Yep, she had an epidermis issue. She no longer has an epidermis. Helping, and then people. he tried to the give issue. it. And then he saw someone that could use more skin, and he tried to toss it to him. Yeah, you look cold. Take this. What? <laughs> Here's a skin coat yeah. for you. He was like, "You remember in Star Wars? Get inside this person. It's like a wampa. You'll be fine." Close. You were so yeah, close. You're was it not close. a wampa? No. no. But that's good for What's you. What's it I'm called? Take it. The wampa is the big thing that it's, kills. It's, the, um, What's it called? A tauntaun. Yeah. Damn it! A tauntaun. I don't know the childlike, stupid names. That... God damn it! Wampa, I know we played that game once. Ata ata. Okay, okay blue, blue balls creator, whatever hey, you got over there. Blue bomber. Don't make me come at at you. Star Wars. Yeah, reference. Star Wars. Yep, I, two for two. Yeah, I like Boom, that. Boom, baby, you got it. You got it. So you want to talk about Pyramid Head? I, oh, I yeah. did. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah just for more on Silent Hill and to hear these stories again, uh, check out our Silent Hill episode that we did. Um, we did talk a lot in depth yep. about yeah. Silent Hill. In depth? Where you can in hear depth th- about Silent Hill. <laughs> you can hear them bring up the map story again. Hey. In detail. Hey. Yep. Look, we have a theme. And we also have people who. He asked me about the map. What do you want yeah. me to say? We also have people who just started listening who probably didn't go back and listen to our old stuff. Do you have a map know, story, Dakota? Uh, no, because I fucking play video games, right? <laughs> Unless they're scary. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Jesse? Favorite, what's your favorite horror game? This was really difficult for me. because One I, game. I don't, love a lot of those cheat. games. Mm-hmm. But if I really have to pick one. Resident Evil 4. It Resident has Evil to be 4. Resident Evil 4. Yep. Okay. yep. It has to be. Go ahead. Me like that? Go ahead, you're Because always, we all you're knew. it right now. You're always so happy. When you talk about Resident Evil 4, I am, go ahead. and I think it's because the first Resident Evil games uh, were slower paced, and you had zombies and, and shambling creatures, and it wasn't until the last half of both, I think, Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 that you got into the faster enemies that gave you more anxiety because you were slower, you had tank controls, you had things that inhibited you from fighting fast creatures. That is literally the scariest thing about Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 is tank controls. Nothing gives you more anxiety than tur- like starting to turn yeah. the wrong way and you're like, oh no, fuck, I'm gonna die from the fucking zombie because I can't turn. So when 4 came out, they changed the game completely and now you had that third person over the shoulder view, but you still were limited because as soon as you aimed, you couldn't move. No. So you had to pick and choose your fights and, and decide, I'm gonna run, but as soon as I get there, I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna aim and shoot. And they threw faster enemies at you really fast in the game. Um, and so it felt a lot more faster paced, of course, but the, it was maybe more anxiety driven than fear based. Um, and the challenge was really fun because you, man, I loved getting headshots in that game and seeing their heads explode. And of course you go through that over and over and then all of a sudden nighttime shows up and there is a new enemy type that pops up after you've, you know, blown their heads off and now the plagas are coming out of their heads and they turn into scythes and they turn into crazy creatures like from parasite, um, 
that the Shout maximum great anime. Um, so it just kept playing with the things that you were really good at and using it against you. Um, it's, it's it's just a great game. I think the graphics I think were great for the time, and I think they still hold up pretty well for a game that came out in two thousand five, I believe. Somewhere that around there. That sounds about right. It's yeah. about 2004, 2005. So yeah. how could a guy whose name is literally Leon Super Kennedy not move and shoot? I'm just, I'm wondering at this point. Well, he was uh, held back by the fact that technology didn't take off yet for oh, developers. It was the Chris. Karen haircut. It just told him he had uh, to stop and talk to like, the manager. Oh my God, I can't see. <laughs> I literally <laughs> can't see from the side of my face. <laughs> yeah. I will say that I think there's a lot of series now that owe a lot to Resident Evil 4 specifically. Yes. Obviously Resident Evil in whole, but like Dead Space. Absolutely. Um, you know, obviously Evil Within, um, but other um Gears of War, I yeah, would argue. A lot of a lot of third person over, over the, shoulder the shoulder shooters, shooters that drew a lot mm-hmm. from the way that um Capcom did that, which is really cool. Yep. And if you didn't know out there, you should. Uh, that was originally a GameCube exclusive. It was. Originally, um, it was crazy. Which, yeah, for a Nintendo series, which they had the Resident Evil 1 remake, mm-hmm. and they had released Resident Evil 2 and 3 on the GameCube. Um, that was really cool to see Nintendo kind of break out, especially they had that Eternal Darkness, which is amazing as oh, well. So but cool. overall, you know, they were known for Mario and, mm-hmm. and tons of other games, and to have yeah. a, a at least a, a, a timed exclusive, a horror franchise was amazing and i had the gamecube i didn't have the ps2 so that was cool that i had a, a mature game that i, I could yeah. play on a console i actually had yeah and they had metal gear around then as well so it was kind of twin, cool. twin snakes yeah. yeah nintendo wasn't fucking around and then i think one thing it did well was the inventory system um i think that was one of the biggest drawbacks of the original games i hated having to go to a box and put my shit in a box and then i'm like wait i needed that item after i left two load screens and now i have to go back two load screens to pick up an item and then i'm like wait that wasn't the right item. So then I go back to the box and get... So it was great that it allowed for um, being smart with your inventory and being able to kind of tweak it and customize it so you can fit that one grenade that might help you later. Yep. Um, uh, so I really enjoyed that aspect of the game. Um, quick time events. Also, one of, the, one of the first, I think, proponents of it. I think God of War might have it beat, but uh, definitely quick time events was a big part of that game, and, and that played a big role, I think, in... 360 and PS3 era as well. For sure. Um, Anxiety for inducing for as well. For better or for worse. <laughs> There's some, I mean, Oscar's Wrath is basically an entire quick yeah. time event. Yeah. No but shit. it's cool. Um, and then overall, I, I think it just took the series to a different height than what it was before. Uh, I think it was smart to use Leon rather than Chris and some of the other characters. Uh, and just a really good game all around. It just had a dark feel to it. Um, every scenario every area you go to seems well deserved i mean you start in like at a european village you end up in a castle you end up in a secret base you get a little bit of i think everything as far as like your your horror trope so to speak um and overall i just i have a blast every time i play it i i usually play it once or twice a year the resident evil 8 trailer gives me huge feelings of the resident evil 4 like map Yes, and it really reminds me of uh, that that old school European, uh, like out of like in the middle of nowhere feel. So I'm interested to see where that goes because I could see maybe something being kind of 
uh, tied in with it, connected with it. So, do we know who you play as in eight yet? Ethan, Ethan. again from seven. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it's gonna have. Didn't they say it's gonna have an inventory system similar to four? That is what they are. That is a, I think, a rumor. And I right think, now. Yeah, yeah, but yes, I mean the the inventory system of what you were talking about it, on Resident Evil Four is the best inventory system that Resident Evil's ever had, in my opinion. Yeah, that's actually gotten copied in like other games too. It's, what? Uh, it's kind of like Tetris, maybe a little yeah. different, but it's literally Kingdom, like... Kingdom Hearts, the DS game. Oh yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Your skills and abilities were oh, tied into that. Shit, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. How yeah, that works. yeah. Huh. So there's been yeah, that's been copied a couple times. Um, I think something else Resident Evil Four did was also kind of make Capcom um, panic a little bit because I don't think they knew how to top that game for a while. Yes, and there's kind of an identity crisis for a while after that game. Four had a perfect blend of action and horror, and it knew when to kind of play to both of those strengths. Whereas five thought that we wanted more action and gave it to us. And honestly, it's not a terrible game. It's just not in any way a horror game. Mm -hmm. I feel at that point, and becomes more of a sci-fi action game. Yeah, a little bit more like maybe like a Dead Rising or something. Yes, in that vein. You know, kind of what I mean, like more yes, actiony. Add in the super shit teammate. Yeah, you could definitely tell they were. You could definitely tell they were trying to take things from four and add it into five, because there was things that happened in that game. You're like, what? Why? What does that have to do anything with what's going on in this game at all? Like where you fight the giant... The troll. The giant troll that you fought hand-to-hand, not hand-to-hand, but... Which they had a reason for that in 4. Right. You've actually fought him, like fought him, and in 5 you just shoot him through the the minigun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And this will be maybe a weird comparison, but I feel with Resident Evil 4, it captured what people thought about maybe horror in that era, the way Queen of the Damned, the movie kind of captured what people liked about, like, vampires and, like, dark, you know, themes mm-hmm. in that time frame. I feel like that game captures what was r- creepy and dark back then. Um, and, yeah, I just, it's a really good game. Everything, uh, I, the the merchant, obviously, is a <laughs> hilarious character that we what got What are you that. buying? Um, the, uh, the Del Lago monster mm-hmm. uh, boss was really, really inventive as well. Um, no one knows what you're talking about unless you the actually... The big could... salamander from the lake. Oh, Thank so I was going to ask if it was an alligator. You, uh, you can shoot the lake from the pier, if uh, and uh, it'll come up and kill you. Yeah. Yeah, oh. you, if, uh, if you didn't just know about that. Just straight up kills you. Yeah, just straight up kills you. you just, At like, any uh, point before you kill it? Yes, before you get into the boat and you start that uh, battle. Actually, even before... I think even when you're in the boat, Heading before that cutscene, I think you can do that, can't you? No, because that's... It's just the pier. Yeah. Okay. Um... And I, I think Dead Space has a lot to owe to it because, you know, just oh, just shooting off the head doesn't kill every enemy in that mm-hmm. game, just like Dead Space. So uh, it's it's very influential, and it's still really fun. And uh, with the HD touch-ups and everything, I think it's just looked better than ever. And also, uh, the other thing I want to point out about that is uh, you could shoot their uh, legs out from oh, under them. You can suplex people. You can suplex people and Bro, kick them. What? And, like, yeah. But shooting their legs out from under them and kind of that time frame was also something that it wasn't like brand new but it, like for a survival horror game you're like oh this it helps a lot because i just a, need to get around this area real quick yes and if you had a red dot site and you aimed at their head they knew to kind of weave and, yeah, and move from they your, would move so yeah there's a lot of really cool inventive things and of course the chainsaw enemy oh. <laughs> iconic cutting pe- cutting your head off if you get you know attacked by him we've said it before but just playing the demo of that and you like it was a mission to go find him and to get killed by him the first time, because that was like the first time in like maybe GameCube 
where you saw somebody get straight up decapitated yes, and you saw it. The Australian UK versions of the game, I believe, didn't, uh, for sure the Australian version did not have that hmm. in their game. You, well, it, it goes through it cuts their, away. It cuts, like it kind of goes through their body, but you don't see any like separation and then it kind of cuts away and fades out. Another and stuff. thing Dead Space, I think, kind of took from that is the death scenarios, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I could talk about that game forever. So. What about you, Chris? Well, look, you sons of bitches. The entire time you've been like, well, Dead Space stole this. Dead Space stole that. It didn't steal that. it. It well, just took well, inspiration. inspiration. Surely you're not going to say a game that's of ripped off not. as I'm many gonna things. I'm going to talk as... about The Evil Within. No, I'm not going <laughs> to talk about The Evil Within. <laughs> Fuck that game. Uh, I got real animated. Okay, gross. so uh, quick story. We we went to the first, Was it, it was the first ever. No. Second ever. It was like the second or third, yeah. Whatever. It was the first one <laughs> for me. Second. Or second one for me. I don't no, know. No, no, it was the first one for you. It was the second Extra Life. Yeah. So I went to that, and I was like, I hadn't touched Evil Within, and it was, was it Capcom? Yes. yes. It was it's like, Capcom. It, it's Capcom. It's made by the guy that did Evil One. It's the yeah. dude. It's the game. I can't wait. And I got- Bethesda? Was it? There, oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going for that I was game. like, I got about 12 hours into the game, and I had just been straight- marathoning it and I got to a part in the game where instead of being a scary horror mm-hmm. shooter all of a sudden the guys that you normally can shoot in the face have masks on that are bulletproof and you're going down a narrow it's like a sky it's not a, it's not a sky tram <laughs> it's not a sky tram <laughs> it's like you're on you're it's a zip line it's a zip line with it's a, a zip line with, with, a, with a trolley on it it's like a construction <laughs> zone and I've got like 14 bullets total and it's just you can't get past I could I could not get past it and I was like I hate this game now why would they switch from a scary like it it did different scenarios like you're like all of a sudden you're like over here doing this and this is spooky and then you're in this area and there's a haunted area and it's spooky and then and then literally they're like and now they have armor on their face and that's why it's your favorite no, Oregon. that's why I'm oh, not okay. talking about it anymore. Okay, but I want it. But you guys were talking shit on Dead Space. No, not talking not shit, talking shit you at were all. Talking shit. Okay, yeah. I, Bro, I just you. said I played it seven times. You've never. You played the first hour and a half. He's played. Se- he's played like seven, seven hours, hours of, of that game. <laughs> I could literally, if you want me to, after I'll just describe the beginning of how Dead Space goes. I literally can. <laughs> first hour of that game. Yeah. Okay. We good, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> what what I really what I really love about Dead Space. Is a lot of things, but of course, most of all, they combined cosmic horror, mm-hmm. regular scary stuff to look at, jump scares, and S- space. Space. I guess that's cosmic space. horror. Sorry, and dead and necromorphs, <laughs> things that morph and they're dead. The alien tagline. The aliens are in there. No, I just meant like they literally. The tagline for Dead Space was "In space, no one can hear you scream." Was it? Which is also the alien tagline. And you know what the the cherry on the top of that Sunday was? I never want to hear "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" again because mm-hmm. they made that scary. They did. That's awesome. I was an adult male going, Mm-mm, "I'm not listening to that song yep. ever again." Um, I I think that Dead Space took all of that, learned from it, and it had a guy with who designed the game. Have you ever listened to that guy talk? Yes. He's my favorite guy to listen to talk because he's got like straight up gold chain. He's like, sounds like he's from New Jersey. He's like, we had to scare you. We had to do what we had to do. He's what like do you want us to do? you'd pick like in like your extra mob. <laughs> I've, I've seen what that guy, I know exactly who you're talking about. He looks like he's like, yeah, the game's done. It's gold. And uh-huh. they're like, we're not sure. He's like, I could break your fucking legs or you could put the fucking <laughs> game out. That's what this guy talks like. But when he describes it, you can feel his passion. And he's got like notebooks full of ideas and stuff. And, you know, he's like, I don't care what it takes. 
make the monster that grabs your leg work. And they worked for like three weeks to do one scene. And then it takes forever to let that monster kill you. But if you do, it's fucking cool as shit. Mm-hmm. And I think... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I think there's like a 40-minute documentary actually with him yes, on really YouTube. Watch and it's just it. about like how scary the game is, right? And how it almost didn't come out or something yeah. like that because of it. Yeah, dude, that documentary is like... What, I've watched it like five times. Yeah, it's like the game that was too scary for its own good. Or yeah, something and the like thumbnails that. literally that guy. So if you see like a big bruiser looking dude, you're on the right video. Oh, I was trying to think of who he looks like. Doesn't matter. Kind of reminds me of the the commander from Avatar. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway. I I was I was trying to think of a character he looks like, and I think I was literally just thinking of him as a as like a character, hey, like yo, slightly like cartoonized. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Break your legs. <laughs> Pull my so, game out. So Dead Space, though. So Dead Space. Uh, first of all, every, I will say most games before that, zombies, you see them coming, you know what you're going to do. You're going to shoot them in the face. Bad move here. You might, you might, I mean, you might just not kill them, but you're also more likely to piss them off. Then they move twice as fast at you, increasing your anxiety. Your health bar is displayed on your back. It's not, the, the screen I is so that. much cleaner. Love that. And the system. ammo, yeah the, U, yeah. yeah, the HUD and UI is awesome. You're, you're actually, I'm, I'm pointing my gun. I'm holding my your hands Your laser up. cutter, you But mean? your laser cutter, your tool, because you're a engineer. You're an engineer, mm-hmm. not a killer. Uh, your tool actually displays your rounds on it through a hologram. Your menu, you even pull it up, and it just comes up yep. through your wrist that I'm also showing you that you can't see right now. That it got from Metroid Prime, but it did it really well. Yeah, they, it, I think it literally took so many things and was like, one more. Like, I, I just, it blended so many things so well, and it had, you know, shambling zombies, it had quick zombies, it had things coming out of vents to give you. Indestructible creatures. Indestructible wasn't, creatures, Wasn't yes. that Dead Space 2 where it had the first indestructible guy? The first, first one had, had it. it. It was like that big black hulking creature. You had that, to set it on fire. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Definitely subverted a lot of expectations of like, you're like, oh, something's going to be here, and you're like, oh shit, there's other, and it oh, come down. <laughs> that game, uh, I, I will say, when a game decides to use an orchestra over... An electronic soundtrack. I mean, I love, I love electronic music. I love metal. I love all that. But straight up orchestral will fuck your shit up. And that game had the eerie strings like no other. The smallest detail that I think makes that game so scary is a lot of the game is super tight corridors in the ship, and they purposefully made it so when you rotate the camera, it moves slowly, so you can't. You're already moving. Um, past like a turn before the camera catches up mm-hmm. it's a really small detail so many ideas that they were like yeah this will fuck your shit up they use that in the fatal frame three. Oh, really they use that in yeah frame oh 3. god yep. i think the setting is really good for that game and it kind of is its own character um because the, the ishimura. Um, ishimura is such a cool spaceship basically and it yeah i mean you feel like people lived there and it was a real place and now it's corrupt and become this festering kind of like know, rapture yeah absolutely mm-hmm, just, sure. just festering you know puddle Wound. of flesh yeah. yeah shout out to bioshock too that was an excellent Great game, game. Very oh, good. that's a scary very game. very good yeah um yeah the ishimura i mean it, it was known as a planet cracker so if you guys haven't played dead space you literally are a uh basically a team that is going up to figure out what's going on with the ishimura and why they don't have contact with it it is a mining ship called uh, a class level planet cracker and you go up there, and you are a uh, what's his uh, what's his job again? What's engineer? Isaac? Engineer. He's an engineer, 
And he has like these tools, like these cutters and stuff to cut like rocks and all this kind of stuff. So it's not just like, oh, here's all these like random weapons that are just here. Now you can make those as you go Mm -hmm. and you can design them, but he's an engineer. He has these blueprints that he finds that he can make this type of stuff that usually is used for like cutting rocks or digging into the ground to take out these uh, these alien creatures. What a lucky guy to have the perfect thing to kill those. I mean, it's just it's just random, just blind luck. And his suit, which is basically armor, is a spacesuit. And it's fucking dope looking. And it's amazing looking. And it like the way that the story just combines with the gameplay is amazing. I think the reason people don't look at it as a ripoff is because it, it's, it's not a ripoff. It's not. No, it takes, it's not. It takes what was good about other properties and engineers it in a way that makes it unique like horizon Engineer. zero dawn absolutely that is a game that just took things that worked really well made a good story made its own character and that's i think what dead space did. talk about the basically fatalities for a second chris oh you mean when you die yeah, yeah, yeah. oh uh-huh. it's fan fucking tastic if so many ways if you can't bring yourself to play dead space if you're scared or i'm, yeah, not, I'm not pointing directly at you dakota but i am if you're scared <laughs> yeah, or you don't have enough time or you don't have the proper dakota. system or you're dakota again um watch <laughs> Watch the Dead Space deaths. It's like, I don't know, 12 minutes maybe? Longer. Is it longer? It's like 25 minutes. Okay, well, you know, set yourself aside time to watch one show, and instead of watching some stupid show that you're going to watch on Netflix, watch the deaths from Dead Space. They are fucking fantastic. Does anybody anybody have a favorite? I have a favorite. I mean, the laser in the eye, right? No. From two? Oh, is that in two? I think that's from two. It doesn't matter. That one's fantastic as well. But my favorite, literally, in the first game, there's a scary, scary monster that when you <laughs> kill it, it breaks into several mm, smaller things. Yes. And if they kill you, the one that is a skull will run up your body, rip your head off, attach itself through its little tentacles into your body, and then you see your arms reach up and write its, I'm using my arms again, write its own head and then walk off screen with your fucking body. It just, you're a necromorph now. You are part of the system. That is a good one. I really like the um, weird bat flying creatures. Yes, I think you're gonna say the one I'm thinking of. If you die, it like forms over your body Mm -hmm. and then like rips out and becomes like a bigger like creature. So it like turns from like a skin moth into like a A, butterfly skin it's fucking gross doesn't it doesn't it take it's like the it's big talon thing and like jam it down your throat yeah yeah jams it it down your throat crawls in you and and comes out in the back and becomes like this creepy phoenix creature yeah oh yes i love that one that's my favorite yep yeah what's your favorite dakota my favorite one is from the basic enemy in the beginning of the game that if you don't kill him he gets you (laughs) He done because that's the only death he scratches you, and you're like, "Oh, that kind of hurt." I was like, "Fuck, man!" Oh my, I'm in red bar. That's gonna kill me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I literally, I, I love Resident Evil Four. I love Silent Hill Two, but Dead Space is the game for it because it's got the space, man. You know, space, man. If 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 DLC for Dead Space had like alien, like xenomorphs in it. Fuck it, you wouldn't, I couldn't. It, shout out to Alien Isolation. All, yes. That was my second. I wondered if you were going to pick that. that. Was my se- I wanted to pick it. But you know what's the scariest thing in Alien Isolation? is a goddamn Android. Synth, 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 androids. I fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. That's the scariest part in that game. Milk drinking motherfuckers. You, you like look at them and you're like, is that a bad guy? No, he doesn't give a fuck about me. And then you're like, five minutes later, you're like, oh, he my mad My directive now. says you need to die. Yeah, you're I'm like, like what whoa, the fuck? Hey. We were cool. Yeah. So... 
You talked about the fact that you're in tight corridors and everything in Dead Space and, you know, that adds to the fear. The other thing that adds to the fear is you are on a ship in the middle of space. You're not in a building out somewhere in like, you know, some some jungle or in the city or wherever where you can escape and run away. You can't escape and run away. You have to find something to get you out of there. And the likelihood of that in a broken down ship that's being taken over by aliens is slim to none. And that's that makes it even scary because it's not just a regular like, oh, I go out this door out outside and I run away. That nope, nope. you're not doing that. None at all. You are trapped. It's it's not like in other you know, like Silent Hill to Silent Hill games, mm-hmm. also Resident Evil games, and and tons of games where they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't get through here. There's a stack of chairs in the way. Like that <laughs> right, shit, yeah. <laughs> that shit ruins me. And I don't like the whole lock door thing either because it's like he's got boots on, he can probably yeah. kick the door. But like it's a special door. But like in Dead Space, you know, it makes a little more sense because it's a huge metal door. You're not going through that. Even though I guess he's I was an engineer. Say, doesn't lasers uh, cut through metal? Not he, these lasers. Oh, okay. Lasers. Laser. He's only got laser. so many shots with the lasers that shoot out. Uh, but I do get what you're saying. Yes, no, it is a that, little more believable. That one puzzle that I did in the first hour was fun too. Are there puzzles throughout? Yes, yes. that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. There's gravity puzzles which are super fun. Oh shit! Yeah, when you have to go to the parts of the ship that are kind of destroyed and you have to fly through space and mm-hmm. get. Oh yeah, that's those are so cool. That's a lot of fun. Space. Hey, we, um, after this, Dakota, you should uh, we'll put, we'll put in Dead Space Two. You know what? No, this is what this is <laughs> announcement right here. I am going to play Dead Space at Extra Life. <gasps> okay, for roughly an hour and fifteen. How long minutes. is the game? Uh, like it, ten it, hours. 10 to it's 12. ten to twelve. Yeah. Okay. If you know what you're doing, you it might take you a little while like longer. Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to all of our spooky episodes this month. It's been really fun to talk about horror games and movies and our scary ghost stories so um we're gonna obviously switch gears next month but extra life again is coming up november 7th so please stay tuned uh for some uh, events and other things we're going to talk about that we're going to do that day we're hoping for a good turnout it's again very important to us and a very important year to help out people that that really need it so we appreciate all your listens we reached um a landmark listen point. So we did. Thank you to everyone that helped us get there. We're only hoping to grow from here. Soon a video to come of uh, some really fun gameplay uh, things we've been doing. So we are expanding, getting bigger. We're gonna keep trying. We so. got we got some stuff in the work for you, in the works for you guys, and we really hope you like it. Um, but yeah, the landmark. Um, I mean, I'll say it on here. It's not it's not a huge landmark, but it's important to us. But we reached over a thousand listens. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super cool. It is. It's, it's amazing. And you know, we, uh, a lot, well, most of you guys came up with this idea of just a podcast and, uh, something new to try. You know, we talked about YouTube and things like that. And a podcast was one of those things. And we just went with it. You know, we came up with a few ideas and I still remember the night we recorded our first podcast, uh, on, uh, what your iPhone it was your iPhone, Dakota? Yes. And we were like, what's our name? On a voice memo. On a voice memo. And we talked for two and a half hours. Yep. And then we were like, what's our name? And we thought about it for a couple weeks and came up with uh, what I think is the coolest podcast name out there. No one no one has a cooler podcast name than this. We found out we weren't the only ones to think of it, but we got to it first. Yep. <laughs> Copyright, bitches. <laughs> Not how that works, but... <laughs> name the five best... Di- Podcast names, Digital Bath, Digital Bath, Digital... I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Hell yeah. Dylon, Dylon. Okay, oh, right. yes. But anyway, thank you, everyone. 
We appreciate it. This is the Digital Bath Podcast signing out. Bye. Salute. Love you.